हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट नाइन ब्यूरोक्रेसी पुलिस एंड आर्मी एंड वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर टॉपिक पुलिस एंड सब टॉपिक इज द पुलिस रेस्पॉन्स इंडिया इज अ फेडरल स्टेट एंड द पावर्स आर डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड बिटवीन द सेंटर एंड द स्टेट्स the police administration comes under the purview of the state government the problems affecting the state need special attention of the police administration very often unable to handle such a situation they depend on the central government for help to maintain the public order the central government has central reserve police force and border security force to aid the state government these central forces have specific duties but at the same time they aid the state governments in the case of law and order situation there are three groups of states that need special central help states like jammu and kashmir which have terrorist problems need the assistance of the central police force the other group of states is infested with nationalism which also demand the central help for tackling the issue the third group of states where a large scale communal problems can cause an, an alarming situation necessitating the intervention of the central forces the central government has created a rapid action force raf within the central reserve police force the raf is an emergency force that is normally airlifted to trouble spots so that quick action can be initiated to contain the explosive situation often the central police help in maintaining order during the election time to the state assemblies and parliament the election commission has a close interaction with the home ministry to call for the central forces to conduct free and fair elections as there are some areas which are declared as disturbed the state police try to handle the situation with a cooperation of the central forces in a competitive political system there is a large number of political leaders whose life is threatened by the terrorist and need protection by state the state has created a special security force drawing from both bsf and crpf to take care of vip movement now the next point is crime records from 1860 onward the police commission has been keeping the records on the reported crimes in 1953 the central government introduced an annual publication crime in india with the comprehensive statistics on all crime reported 
to the police in all states and union territories. Tackling crime in India is now the responsibility of the National Crime Records Bureau of the central government. The study assesses crime rate that is offenses per lakh people. The post-independent state has recorded more crimes against women. In fact, rapes have doubled between 1985 to 1995. There is a manifold increase in the number of crimes. The next is the police role in government. The use of police in India has been frequent and extensive. Very often their non-partisan behavior is questioned. The police is used by a political party or a coalition of parties against their political opponents. Often the police is accused of showing their communal bias while the controlling the right. Majority of them allegedly have caste and class biases and this has led to a negative public perception of the police administration. Various surveys conducted by some independent organizations found that the public do not consider the police as a friendly organ of the state. This perception affects the investigation on crimes. Criticism of police by the executive, legislature and citizens is very common. Now the next point is relations with the executive. During the emergency it has been observed that the Shah commission that executive for its political ends has used the police. This has led to the constituting of a national police commission under the chairmanship of Dharmavira. The commission has suggested measures seeking an autonomous status of police. Two recommendations made in this connection a fixed tenure of four years for the police chief and the constitution of a state's security commission headed by the state minister in charge of the police also remain to be implemented. The political executive has to formulate public policy regarding the law and order situation. The transfer of the police officials must be decided by the state security council. This helps in reducing the day-to-day -day interference in the police administration and checking unfair practices at the time of transfer and posting. A level of transparency should be maintained in the above mentioned process. Now the next point is relations with the legislature. The legislature is the supreme authority in a democratic system. It is endowed with a certain privileges and facilities which need to be respected by the police force, without which the legislative committee of privileges 
can question and punish the latter. The police need to show due respect and honor to MLAs and MPs during their visit to the police station. The police administration's perception of undue demands from the legislative members affect their reputation in the eyes of public. The countrywide police agitation in 1979 was triggered by a tribal altercation between the Haryana traffic policemen and a legislator. The relationship between the police and MLA and MPs is extremely delicate, calling for great restraint on both sides. The next is relations with judiciary. The police has a tenacious relation with judiciary. The police feels that the courts lack faith in them. For example, the Indian Evidence Act lays down that no confession made to the police officer shall be admissible in evidence. There is a major source of discontent for police officers at all the levels. There are many restrictions imposed by the judiciary on the police. No person can be arrested without a warrant and shall be held in police custody for longer than 24 hours. He has to be produced before the concerned magistrate within this stipulated time. The Supreme Court and High Courts have imposed many restrictions on the powers of the arrest vested in police officers. In Joginder Singh versus State of UP 1994, the Supreme Court stated that an arrest should be made merely because it was lawful to do so. The officer concerned should actually be able to justify such action. The judiciary is very much sensitive to the complaints of the human rights violation by the police. The formation of National Human Rights Commission headed by a former Chief Justice of India is in the process of making the police more sensitive to the human rights violations. The NHRC takes a very proactive position with regard to human rights violation by the police. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.